morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, the daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is Clintus Maximus. It is hump day, March 16, episode number 478. Good morning, sir. How are you? Is it a fantasy that Baker Mayfield is done in Cleveland? Ooh, saying his goodbyes, giving his thank yous to Cleveland. Woo! Although this he did, fun. he he did uh, preclude that with uh, I don't I don't know what's happening I don't know what's going on. I just want I just want to say thank you I just you know yeah I exactly love you I love you guys man I love you man yeah meanwhile the Browns are talking to the Texans about Deshaun Watson among yep. other teams allegedly Saints, Saints Panthers Falcons Browns the he meets with the Falcons today uh, already met with the Saints and the Panthers met with the Browns yesterday. Yeah, something's something's a cooking, something's a brewing. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. On the move, just a matter of where he goes and what uh, what it brings in exchange. Do you uh, do you remember the Boston Tea Party? As I'm sitting here drinking, yeah, a cup yeah, of tea. I was, I, in fact, I was there. I was there. <laughs> you were at the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. That makes sense. So, were you one of the people <laughs> dressed up as a native? Or... Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was. I was. I played a native part of the nice. native that situation. Yeah. That's awesome. So, what what you're telling me is that you totally understand how this is all a bunch of fabrication sometimes because no one was interested in Aaron Rodgers. Yet everyone is interested in Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that everyone, makes sense. Every, everyone except probably the teams that should be. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? weird, weird. <laughs> yeah, Pitt, I just Pittsburgh was... Steelers should be more interested in him than they should have been in Mitchell Trubisky. The, oh my the, gosh, uh, yes. you know, the Eagles should be interested in Deshaun Watson. You know, uh, what is happening? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. the Eagles have Deshaun Watson right now, really. And Jalen Hurts is probably uh, close to the same numbers. I'm going to say that Watson is a much better passing quarterback than Jalen Hurts. But well, much yes, better. But you have to remember the system. I mean, it's yeah. just like saying you know Lamar Jackson is a much better passing quarterback than I don't know a lot of guys. But it's just this weird system that it's like a run first system. Yeah. So the guys don't really have open passing lanes because they're running outside the pocket so quickly. I'm going to say that, that Lamar Jackson is a much better passer than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he <laughs> he's gone a long he's come a long way. He really has. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, Lamar Lamar when he first I don't know I was afraid he was going to be more like Mike Vick. I've talked about this, but but he's he's a much better passer than Mike Vick even was yeah. so far. But again, yeah. his system's kind of weird to where. He doesn't throw as much and as often. No, and guys they want, are they, they want to run the ball. They want yeah, to run the ball. Exactly. That's what they want to do, play defense and run the ball, and we'll see if they can get healthy and play defense again. If you so, could name one team, where would it be that you'd want to see Deshaun Watson go? And and you can be selfish man, here about your fantasy players. I guess Atlanta would be okay, except now Russell Gage. You don't Gage, own any now, now Russell guys. Gage just started – Russell Gage just – Left. The Bucks, three years, thirty million bucks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the Falcons, but you know, not the Saints, please, not the Saints. God. That'd be dumb at the at the That'd Saints. So bad, considering uh, they just lost all their wide receivers. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't necessarily like the Browns because I don't really. I have Deshaun Watson in in a league, and I don't want him trying to throw the ball in November in Cleveland. Yeah, but you have Amari Cooper now. You need I do. I a could. good quarterback. I could. We, could, we, could, we could pair that up. We could make that happen. See, isn't this weird? It's just, yeah, where is the best place for him to go? I agree with you. Steelers would be most entertaining. 
and probably best for football because the Steelers yeah. need to be good for football to be like kind of entertaining. I'll bet, the, I'll bet the daddy would take him. Well, yes. Yes, there's so much I could say on this, but I won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tyrod Taylor goes to the Giants for a two-year deal. Yes, yes, Tyrod Taylor, the the worst uh, luck in all of football history. Worst luck, yeah. But the funny thing is, he's probably now the best quarterback on their roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. There you go, hand it, hand it to him. See what happens. Yeah, you know? no kidding. I like Daniel, Tyrod. Daniel I mean, what a Jones, hustler! Man. What a what yeah. a guy that's like always like done the best that he can with what he's yep. been given. And the the whole, I mean, I have to look back at the whole lung puncture thing as. I think it was a lung, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it was a lung puncture. Punctured I think like yeah. looking back at that, can you imagine if Herbert would have sat? That was Herbert's, they wouldn't uh, have known? That, that, that was Herbert's personal physician that gave that shot. I love that. That was great. Good job, <laughs> Herbert's physician. Yep. Yeah. Mo- bonus coming your way, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, if you get, uh, find a way to get Tyrod out, <laughs> I will give you an extra $30. $30 coming your way. <laughs> That's funny though. I mean, I I love that they that we were all able to see how good Herbert is now. Yep. You know, yeah. we wouldn't have seen that if if Tyrod would have played well and would have been good, then Herbert would have sat. You know. Exactly. Yeah. We would have had to wait a few more games. So yeah. So Who a couple of, couple of signings, McKissick to the Bills. What do you think about that? I, I so I agree with Squatch. It's kind of cool, you know that. It's kind of cool, but again, it's not at all what they need. They already have two of these guys. No, yeah. the Bills don't need him at all. No, and they don't need him. I mean, it's great for Antonio Gibson, right? Yeah, but they're just going to put someone else as a pass catcher. I don't know. Gibson can do it. He's, he he can. He can. I love Gibson. but and he, and he did it at the end of the season again when McKissick was out. So I, I just don't see – I'm with you. What, what do the Bills need McKissick yeah. for? Jeez. Bills need an actual pounding running back. Yeah. When they do want to run the ball, they need someone who can run. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't see it. Uh, how about this one, Deonta Foreman to the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, that's. Well, yeah. Here's what it does. It says that Christian McCaffrey's going somewhere else, and it kind of says that Chuba's not ready. Yeah. Because I don't they're, think Chuba is ready after what I saw last year. He's got talent. But he's not ready right now. Now he's, he's probably ready in a year or so. And he's not a big. He's not a big back like Foreman. So no, he's yeah, not. Uh, yeah. I I don't like it as a Foreman owner in a couple of leagues. Actually, you know what? I own Foreman in all three leagues. Wow, good yeah, job. So, You're all yeah. in. So uh, I I just that one snuck through on the wire. You know what I think it is though? It's like, his pass what? blocking. I think it's yeah. pass blocking. If it's a good decision, if you need to keep your quarterback upright, and Carolina definitely does. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe they feel they can keep him back there as maybe a fullback sort of idea as a blocker. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Yeah, but that kills so, fantasy value. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let me see. What else was I going to mention here? No, I don't know. It's gone. the Gage one's Boston. interesting. Yeah, uh, I like. Gage I going. like. I like. Like. Like Gage to the Bucks, and I do own Gage in one league. Um, he takes yeah. that Antonio Brown role. He does, and will, and he can play inside in the slot, or he can play outside if they need him to when Chris Godwin comes back. So uh, he's pretty yeah. versatile, and you know, yeah, can can do both. So I, I like it. And Tom Brady versus Matt Ryan, it's not close as far as who would you no. would rather have throwing you the ball. It's not close, and I just, man, this whole Matt Ryan thing. I mean, Big Kahuna yesterday saying there was a deal in works for 
Matt Ryan and the Colts and what was it? Uh, Deshaun Watson. And there was one other team, which it was, made it interesting. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Atlanta, Indy, and Houston, right? Were the oh, three. and Houston. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Houston. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, it would be Deshaun Watson to Atlanta. And then, Matt which Ryan I think would to, be cool. Matt, Matt Ryan to Indy. And there you then, go. That makes sense probably, as well. Probably just a million draft picks to Houston. Yeah, everybody uh, pitches into two first-rounders. Everybody yeah. throws draft, draft picks at them, yeah. So, that is yeah, a good we'll, idea, we'll by the way. I mean, it is it is a good idea if you're the Texans because you need a lot more help than just Deshaun Watson can give you. Yeah. You're not yeah. winning with Deshaun Watson. No. Um, I, I, I like this idea. I think we need to utilize this more in fantasy football, the three-way trade, because there are situations well, like this, you know, yeah. Yeah. that can help two, in two fantasy teams, football. Three teams can be helped by one deal, yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's kind of cool. Know, I don't know that we've actually – officially pulled off a three-way trade yet in yeah. any of the leagues we we we've done uh we've done faux three-way trades where one team sends a dollar and yeah, a, a fab not, dollar yeah. just just to say that we've pulled off a three-way trade but uh, i think it, it was wasn't just, real it was more it was more just for fun yeah it, and it's hard too because you get one person like making it because it's tough it is tough and I've, I've tried to work on some of these deals with uh with vegas baby and with uh, I think Bernard uh, or Sopranos, whatever his name is now. Is it Sopranos or Buffalo? I forget. Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo. There we go. Or, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I liked Sopranos, but yeah, Buffalo makes more sense for him. But um, but yeah, I uh, we've worked some of these out. But what happens is you build one that makes sense for you, and then you send it out, and the one person goes no way and declines it, and the other person doesn't even get a chance to look. Never at even it. sees it. Yeah. And never so even... it, it's hard. You know, it's hard to work those things out because it takes like two people at least going, Hey, this isn't bad. And then hopefully the third person is like, Oh yeah, this would work for me. You know, yeah, you, you almost, you almost have to set up the three-way text message to you do. Uh, work yeah. it out before, because like you say, you send it out to, to two different parties. One of them rejects it before the third one even sees it. And then the deal's done. Oh, yep. What you, you get nothing. So exactly. Uh, but it's fun to try to work it out. And I think that's kind of one of the best parts of this sleeper app is you can, Oh yeah do this yeah. kind of thing and you can message you can do the you know the bly uh dm you know whatever direct Tra- messaging trades to are, people trades are fun happy birthday yk happy oh birthday happy to YK. Birthday. we go back to back west yesterday Woo! yk today man you got yeah. a bunch of, of saint patrick yeah. parties coming this i weekend. guess i guess <laughs> and then uh yeah anthony's birthday tomorrow so oh yeah, boy good old day. anthony yeah. good old anthony so i remember yeah, him it'll be fun ovechkin Goal number 767 last night. He passes Yarmir Yager for number three all time. Whoa, on the good the NHL him. goal scoring list. Moving his way on up slowly, slowly, slowly creeping. How old is he? One. 37 years old. Alex, oh, 30, 37 years young, I should say. Man, that's a yeah. tough sport to play when you're getting older. Yeah, one would think, right? Of all the think. sports to try to, yeah, man. I don't know. He's still doing it. He's uh, in uh, very, very, very much in the running for MVP this year. He is killing it this year. So wow, nice. And I think somebody traded for him in MSD. I traded for him. I traded a whole bunch of stuff for him. And was that good? So far, so far. But uh, you know, my hockey team is sitting in fourth place, just kind of doing my man. Trying to get up to third, maybe by the end of the year. We've got about three, I think, about three weeks left 
wow. of regular season, and then we start the playoffs. So, uh, speaking of MSD, Lapine is making a laughing stock of this battle with YK eight zero and one oh, in man. NBA. It's not close right now, and uh, yeah, Tang flipped the script yesterday. Uh, J Lev was up, I believe. Six three. Uh, let me see. Let me yeah, it was something like that. Five three or six three. Six three. He was yeah. up six three yesterday. He is down five four now. Woo-hoo. So Tang has taken the lead in there. How about Kyrie Irving last night? Man, I I tried to I tried to sell him. I tried to trade him. Nobody wanted him. Sixty points last night. Jeez. Yeah, he had forty one in the first half. What? In the first half. Yeah. This guy, yeah. man. When, when he when he decides to go ahead and play, he, he's good. There is some <laughs> something crazy about him. I mean, he plays angry though, because he has a couple chips on his shoulder, obviously. Couple, which couple. is good. And as an athlete, I mean, once you don't have a chip on your shoulder, sometimes you can get pretty lazy, like yeah. just kind of go out and do your job. But yep. yeah, he he's. Uh, I think he's probably a little pissed about the whole like having to sit in different vax arena things. How about how about that whole story? Did you did you read up on that no, situation on Sunday? No. So the the Nets got fined like fifty thousand dollars or something because they let Kyrie go in the locker room. He is not allowed in Jersey's arena. However, they have lifted the ban, the vaccination requirements for fans so fans can be in the building <laughs> unvaccinated <laughs> but the players cannot and There's no... it goes and it goes yeah. one step further right the, and and kevin Durant came out and just just yeah, roasted so roasted the the governor of new jersey for this one he visiting players can be unvaccinated and play but but home players can't. <laughs> Who's writing these rules? Oh like my gosh. Like, this it, is it the is dumbest absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, absolutely so bonkers what is going on there in New Jersey slash New York. I think it's I think it's a combo thing. I think uh, both states are kind of following the same same guidelines. But yeah, he so he oh, went man. into the locker room. He went to the game, right? Because you can go to the game and not be <laughs> vaccinated, right? So he so went and watched. Stupid. And then he went in the locker room at halftime, and then they they rung him up fifty grand for. Uh, but this for is for their own off. player, their own player. Which you gotta want your own star on the uh, court, it is so, right? So I mean, dumb fans have so got to be so mad about this. Uh, I go to watch the stars play, not sit. I could care less about what yeah. again. And I, can sit with, and I can sit with a star and not be vaccinated, but I can't right. watch the star play. He may as well just go around and give high fives to everyone. You know what I, I mean? Guess. Like just uh, be yeah, a clown yeah. in the audience and have fun. Yeah. That just yeah. sucks though. I mean, you go for the best basketball possible, you know, yep. this is just another problem I have with the NBA. They can't get out of their own way. They're trying so hard to be politically correct. They've ruined what they're doing, which is kids out on a court playing a game. Like that's all you got to do. Just, just provide a game. That's it. Just make the game. Get the best players in the world out there and referee it and have a game and let people watch. Like, the NBA just keeps trying to be political, and they just need to not, I think. That would make it more fun for the fans. More fun. Matt Chapman to the Jays. Oh, don't you're, say you're, it. You're, you're this, man. Yeah, this makes me man. so Matt sad. Chapman. I Matt love Chapman. Matt Chapman. Now, I yep. know his average now, has dipped. Now you like him as a Canadian. No, I don't like him as a Blue Jay. I hate that. You know, Red Sox fans, we can't love the AL East, nope. anyone but the Sox. But come on now. Like, the Blue Jays are good, okay? The Blue Jays have been good. They keep getting good. Matt Chapman is a superstar in the making. He's still a little bit young. He's needing to figure out the average, but he has tried to swing for the fences more lately than he should have been. 
Um, he's not probably he's not probably naturally a power hitter, but he's naturally an amazing third baseman and a good all around player. I, man, th- yep. I think this is probably good for Toronto. See you, know, you in the playoffs you know, again. You know it's good for Toronto, absolutely. And uh, you know, uh, Oakland gets to dump some more salary because that's what they yeah. do. Yes, yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's Oakland baseball, players. baby. <laughs> Oakland baseball. We gotta play the play the. Whatever. That's gonna be a hard decision, though, money because ball. Money ball. You're trading away your biggest star, and that brings people to the park for yeah. a bunch of guys who aren't gonna be there for a while. They're gone. Yeah, all the stars that's are tough. gone. They're 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 letting them go or walk right out the door. How about? Yeah. Uh, Seiya Suzuki signs with the Cubs from uh, Japan. We've been waiting for this one uh, because the lockout kind of slowed things down. He was definitely going to come here. He signed a five-year, $70 million deal with the Cubs. His stats, 2021. In 2021, he hit 319. He's an outfielder, uh, a three-time gold glove outfielder. He hit How old is he? uh, 27 years old. Okay, okay, sorry. Hit uh, 319 last year, 38 bombs, 88 RBIs, and uh, he has a in, in seven seasons in Japan. I can't remember which one. You know, he plays for one of those uh, teams that is named after a company or whatever. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, 315 career hitter, 182 home runs, 562 RBIs. Wow. Um, okay. Let's play. Can we play a little tr- Jap- Japanese baseball trivia? Yes. Play. Okay. Okay. Let's let's say let's fi- figure out. Who so far is the best Japanese Major League Baseball player? Ichiro Suzuki. Okay, okay, okay. Who has who's you get that one? Okay. Who has the most home runs? Uh, Shohei Otani. No. False. Come um, on now. Um, you know, you know, Godzilla, I think is what his nickname was. Um, Yankees. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hideki Matsui. There we go. Right? I would imagine he has the most home runs. I don't think Shohei has passed him yet, right? No, probably not, yeah. Now, the pitching is where it gets a little dicey. Dice game, (laughs) Mitsuzaka. Sucked. What a bust for hundreds of millions of dollars. He got a World Series ring, man. Come on. At least one. He might have gotten two. He was almost was the MVP of that World Series. He was (laughs) fantastic that year. He almost was a 500 pitcher. 20 some wins, 20 over 20 wins in that season. Did he have one good season? Finally, did he have one good season? Well, uh, I think his first season was really good. I don't, first or second. I don't remember. He was, he was really like good right out. Of, he was really good ever. out of the shoot and then kind of fell off pretty quickly. Yeah. Man, that was tough. But also, what about, um, and I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, uh, Texas Ranger. What was his name? Uh, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, he was. Came up, you I think. Darvish. Yes, thank you. You Darvish. Yes, right. He's Japanese, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, or he Korean. was he good for a bit. I, oh, I don't know. I, yeah. maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't want to do that, but I do want to think of like who are the, some of the greats. He's a, pod, he's a Padre now, right? Isn't Darvish still? With I don't know. I really don't know. I lost yeah. track of him. He kind of like something happened with his speed. He lost a bunch of his fastball, and he I lost. Think that he lost control, it. and then he got it back. Oh, good. So, nice. Yeah, so he, he was better. He did fall off a little bit at the end of last year, but he, man, uh, two years ago at the end of the season just completely turned around and, you know, had it kind of dialed in. And then, you know, he, he's been up and down. Yeah. Uh, good power pitcher, right? He strikes guys out. Yeah, of course. Uh, again, he was a 20-game. He battled, battled with his control for a little while and then uh, got, 
got a hold of that. So it's good. Now I know that we're missing a whole bunch of relievers. There are a bunch of great relievers, uh, Japanese relievers in MLB. But uh, is there anyone else that we're missing? Anyone you can think of that's a, a, been a great buy so far? No, I, I, the, we had the the kid that uh, plays for the Padres that everybody thought. Oh, but I think he might have been Korean too. I it, I get, and I apologize. I shouldn't. We can say I shouldn't. Asian. I shouldn't. Yeah, Asian. I shouldn't be. A, I shouldn't confuse my Korean baseball no, players with my Japanese because they would not be very happy about no. that. But they uh, do not like but that I at do. all. But, but I do. I, <laughs> so I, do I. I do confuse those a little bit. So they have but, such yeah. great hair, though. I'm so pissed because those guys have the coolest hair ever, and I wish I had that Asian, dark, black, super-styled hair. Like, they can do some great stuff with their hair. So, <laughs> I mean, you know baseball players, at least how it used to be. You know, baseball players have changed a lot over, over the years. They, they used to be, like, as rock star as it gets. In the 90s, those dudes, like... Except, except for the Yankees. Well, they've always looked a little Yankees, bit. You, you have know, to have the right yeah. haircut, and you must yeah. have no facial hair. Very corporate. A Yankee. But they were clean. It's, they were clean. It's and the then, Yankee <laughs> way. Yeah, the, the boring Yankee way. <laughs> they got it all from, uh, you know, George Costanza. Really, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but either way, either way, I digress. So, give us, uh, but give no, us your, give us your latest Seinfeld. What's the latest episode oh, you watched? Man, the I dog wanna, one I, it makes me so angry. The Jerry's on the plane with the guy. The the English guy and he he basically almost dies on the plane and goes take care of my dog Jerry and Jerry has this dog oh I hate that episode so much I hate dogs in general like that I'm not a dog guy I would never ever watch someone else's dog because I just it's not my thing it'd be like you know it's their thing and I know their dog would not be stoked about me some random stranger so uh yeah that one was frustrating but yeah. they got through it, and Jerry was like the same as I was. Like, I'm taking this thing to the pound. Yeah. And then the yeah. guy shows up. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unruly that's your sign. That's your Seinfeld <laughs> update for the day. Before we get into the Steelers, I want to get into one, Ooh. and 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 this isn't this is in no way political. This is I, I want your opinion on this. Let's do so it. I did I did a little research back in I believe it was 2008. We had the highest gas prices because we talked about this on the show last week at one right. point. Right. Right. Uh, the highest gas prices we had had in the history of the country. And it was, I, I want to say the, the gallon, uh, the average price of a gallon of gas was like four twenty-five or something like that back in 2008. And at, that, right. and at that time, the price of a barrel of oil was a $182. Okay. Oh, yep. I know where right? you're going with this. Right. Yep. So, so we are now sitting, uh, as I drove to work this morning, I drove by the cheapest gas station in town and it was $4 and 49 cents a gallon for gas. Do you know how much the barrel of oil is selling for today? Right now. I think we're speak. over two twenty. Right? No, we're at $98 per, Wait, per barrel. 98. What? It has dropped severely in the last few days we are down Whoa. below a hundred dollars a barrel yet the price uh, yeah. at my gas station is still sitting firmly at four dollars and 49 cents yeah it takes a uh, it, this is the funny part right it only it takes a few days for that oil to be pumped out of the ground sent across the world wherever it is to the refinery across the world again to the gas station <laughs> and into my car yet uh yeah well, two days that's all that should take right yeah. so yes yeah Come on, guys. This yep. is so dumb. It is. I know really the whole dumb. thing's such a joke. Well, <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. Well, can I? Can I then? I. I mean, yeah. Is that what you want for me? Like, is that kind of my take on that? Is that what's good? Go, yeah. What's, like, what's going on you? here? This is BS. Who's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, somebody's somebody's making out. 
pretty well oh. and it's and it's not joe yeah. consumer <laughs> no it's not it's not at all and and it, this is the hard thing for me is that we know that the price of oil to if it does cost this much for like let's say exxon to buy a gallon of oil or sorry a barrel of oil whatever for which is 50 gallon drum i think right for a hundred like bucks that. yeah yeah and if and if three days ago it was at 200 and something a 50 gallon drum yeah. well then shouldn't we in like i don't know six months see like a three or four day spike to like forty dollars a barrel or forty dollars a gallon and then it drop right back down like doesn't <laughs> shouldn't that take time right to the do? whole delay yeah the <laughs> right. whole delay thing See, yeah. and that's the funny thing is uh, the minute that the price of a barrel of oil went up, that very second, the price immediately went up at the gas station. At the <laughs> right. Time. Yet, right. yet, right. they try to justify to me that, well, you know, it's I know the price. The price of... <laughs> I know the price has dropped down below $100 again, but right. it takes a little while for it to work its way through the system to get down, back down, full loney. We're not yeah. going to see the price drop down never below four dollars right in any time soon even though the price of the barrel was was less than a hundred dollars when gas was two dollars and fifty cents a gallon right right exactly now i will say now i will say this now i remember in 08 uh we also had the recession happening then as well weird 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 oh get ready get you ready get yourselves ready everybody uh what i will say is that um the the american people got together back in 08 and stopped driving or stopped buying gas for like one day or whatever it was. And it cost the oil people like a billion dollars because one day no one went and got gas. Now I think it's time for that again. We Uh, need to start that up. And I think, I think we need to take it to another level and go for a week and see. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Can you imagine if we could do it? I mean, that'd be hard. That would take, it would take everyone filling up on one day. Yeah. Which would give them an extra boost. Or just not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I mean, yeah, if everybody just chills at home. But then you would think that over the last few years, that's been the case. It has, right? They're trying to make their money back. When COVID hit at first, right, it it was just dead out on the streets. Nobody was going anywhere, right? So the the consumption of fuel had to be down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I just – and and I'm not – I'm not a – I'm not a huge advocate for big government. You know, I see – you know – front and center in school districts the the waste and things that go on in a government organization like this and yeah and yeah. um you know I, i'm not for over regulating things but there i i do believe there are certain things that should be regulated the internet should be regulated yep. everybody should have be able yep. to sit, pay the same price and have the same internet period absolutely done. everybody should have their electric bills should be set. Yep. it should there be regulated everybody makes money everybody's happy yep I'm sorry, but oil should be regulated by the government. It should be set up that uh, here you you corporations can still make your billions of dollars, which they will. They always will. Yep, uh, always. But but let's keep it stable. Let's keep it. You know what everybody can expect to pay for a gallon of gas, and it's going to be that. And if we have to justify raising that for whatever reason, then we have to come to you and explain to you exactly why right. we're going to mess with this price. And, 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 you know, you're going to have some say in it as far as, you know, well, okay, I don't buy it. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't buy your story about why, you know, you're going to. You need it. another yacht. Your CEO yeah. needs another yacht. So the exactly. price needs to go up. Like, this is the problem. I mean, gas prices are so high right now, and it's kind of so out of control that even Tom Brady had to go back to work. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's something I stole off Facebook, by the way. It's a meme going around. <laughs> I did not invent that, so don't think I'm the jokester here. But but here's here's kind of, and I don't want to open this other can of worms, but the electric car versus the oil, uh, you know, standard vehicle, whatever it uh-huh. is, standard car. Um, I'm not going down the road that I could go down here, but what I am going to say is that since my electric bill was like four hundred dollars a month, okay. <laughs> And that's without that's without an electric car to charge. Thank you, day. thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. And if everyone were to buy an electric car, like that is the kind of push, and I think that's part of this whole thing is to like get people to say, like you see these you see these videos on TikTok of people driving their Teslas, and they're like, "Ha ha, suckers!" about the gas prices. Yeah. But I have to wonder what their electric bill is at yeah, home. You got, you, you, they're you're not going to tell you that. They're, they're right. Not going to share what their electric bill. And <laughs> and and there is that argument too, right? That. Uh, Electricity is produced in many ways, right? And one yes, of them is. is one of the big ways that electricity is produced is through fossil fuels, right? right? So, yeah. so are we a really, lot of uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So there is some hidden, uh, there, there's some hidden things in there in terms of well, you know what what the true value is. But we know the electric car is fast. Well, the electric car is hella fast. <laughs> and by the way, if I and, and to be very honest, I mean I'm a I mean, you don't even like I'm, I'm shocked right now. This is why I can say this. I'm shocked because I have some of the coolest American muscles sitting in the garage. OK, mm-hmm. I have I got this car running two days ago, this yeah. 65 satellite. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you. It is one of the coolest machines I've ever driven in my life. This thing is all muscle. OK, it is so cool. And and that to be said. There, there's something for the rumble and the fire that is going on in an engine. That's just a man like woohoo kind of thing. It's really cool because it's on the border of scary. Okay, that's why. Okay, you're yeah. you're controlling yeah. this kind of a scary thing. But true, true power, and you can hear and feel the power, right? Oh man, yeah. That's whereas, the thing. whereas with the uh, with the electric car, it's like. Whoo. Yeah, you can't you really get, tell. <laughs> yeah, you need a Jetson sound with it, you know? Yeah. But but really, here, here's what I think. There's a couple of drawbacks. If, now, I would have an electric car if I was driving 20 miles to work every day. Okay, like for you, it would be great for you to have an yep. electric car. Okay? And it is in my plans. It's, it's nice. in my plans to eventually, eventually, right? I have to pay off all the others. Of course, uh, yeah. Be, before I can, you know, make that large investment because it is a large investment. And I got it a is. lot of research to do too because I completely convinced how long do these batteries last right that's the other problem yeah am i going to have to replace this and how expensive is it going to be when i have to replace said batteries and what happens what happens to said batteries when i replace them do they just go in the landfill somewhere or you know am i really doing a service to yeah uh, no to to my (laughs) to my region and my country and my world uh when i'm doing this right i want to know all the facts and and i've got a lot of work to do a lot of research yet to do with that so we'll we'll see but here's the hard part if i would have gone out last year and bought a tesla okay uh i would right now be planning this trip to go to texas okay and Mm -hmm. on that trip now uh, in the Tesla, I believe with AC on, the radio on, the all the electrics going, okay, um, you can get, I think, up to 300 miles a charge, okay? okay? I think. And I think that's a little high, by the way. I think it's like 230 to yeah, 240. Yeah, I was going to say 300 might be pushing it with, yeah. all, with all those things on, right? Right. And, char- now, let's, and charging let's three heat. cell phones. And charging three right. cell phones. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally, right? So let's say I'm bombing down the highway, but then what happens <clears> is I get to – 
I don't know how far that's going to take me. Let's say Boise just for fun. Okay. So let's say I can get to Boise and I have to, in the car now, I pull into the gas station. I fill up with gas. It takes me what? 10 minutes and I take off. Now in the electric car, it takes considerably longer to charge. Yeah, and that's, and that's another thing I want to research is how long does it take to ch- fully charge your car? Well, I did a little bit of this research. I crunched a little bit of these numbers. And to get, for me, down to Dallas, Texas, it would take an extra day based on charging alone. Charging alone. And wow. this is trying to haul ass, you know, yeah. <laughs> all the way there. It's not going to work. Yeah. Just yeah. to stop and charge the car. And I was like, that is really a shame because what their big push is to go to the semis. To get the yeah. semis electric, yeah. well, can you imagine how long those are going to take to charge? Ooh, boy, yeah. that'd be I mean, crazy. Granted, granted, they would probably figure out a way to make them make the charge last longer, but right. still, you still have to, you know. I, I doubt if it's going to be. It, there's no way the math is going to work out that you're going to be able to drive as long as they're allowed to drive, right? Right. Time is money. Long, yeah. long haul drivers are are set by uh, <laughs> uh, you know guidelines on how long they can drive, and, and right. they have to they have to follow those guidelines and all that. There's no way that they would match up. There's no way that no. that charging would match up with. Well, I can drive for 14 hours and then I have to shut it down for six hours and there's no way you're making it no. 14 hours it's not gonna work gotta, i know before I know. you gotta charge and those guys uh, i mean you know not to not to put a big kibosh on the old uh truck driving industry but a lot of those guys are using certain substances so that they can drive for two days straight so yeah. uh that would need to come to an end <laughs> pretty yeah. quickly they'd be charging while they're sleeping and they'd actually sleep yeah. so maybe it'd be better for the industry as a whole you never maybe. know maybe. right maybe. So, so that's like, yeah, that's the whole thing there with the the electric versus gas. I mean, I I get it. And it's, it's a good idea and it's fun for commutes. I think it's, it's, it's cool. But if you do a little bit of research on this too, there have been hundreds of patents over the years made by guys that run uh, vehicles on different fuels and Mm -hmm. all of them get bought out by the gas companies and shut down. So Hmm. it is, it is a, uh, it is a thing that I'm, you know. And now you see, you know, Ford and Chevy and all these companies jumping on board with the electric vehicle. Yeah. But, you know, we'll yeah. see. See how it goes. We shall see. Let's talk Steelers. Nine Let's and do it. Seven. Let's finish second in their division. Did they? Yeah. Second. Gosh, who, come who on. Blame first? the Raiders. Blame the Who finished first? In, oh, Cincinnati Browns? finished first. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. finished first in their division. So, Steelers were second. They made the playoffs somehow. Thanks, Dumb Raiders. Raiders. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chargers. So, yeah. Away they go. Mitchell Trubisky is now the quarterback of choice, we think. I don't know. Rudolph is still under contract. So, Trubisky signed a two-year deal through uh, through till 2024, $7.1 million average per season he has a lot of incentives in there he could almost double it i guess if he actually did something uh mason rudolph 2023 he's good for another year five million on his you got Najee harris their leading running back he's under contract till 2026 at 3.2 million dollars per year that's pretty good yeah uh anthony mcfarland still under contract till 2024 at a million uh snell yeah, Benny Snell Benny Jr. Snell's still still there, huh? still there till uh, for one more season at eight hundred. Didn't see him 000. last year very much. Yeah, not much. Um, didn't need to. Najee was healthy all year, and uh, didn't. Yeah, so there, there's yeah. your, there's your Snell need. Uh, Chase Claypool is their highest paid receiver at one point six million. Heard Whoa. an interesting thing on him this morning. 
because uh, the whatever uh, station, uh, the fantasy station I listened to on Sirius XM was covering. They were they were covering. It's funny how some of these are matching up, right? They nice. were doing the Steelers. Yeah. I had already planned on doing the Steelers last night, so wrote that up. Chase Claypool. Uh, when asked by this beat reporter that they were talking to, what is the, what is the, uh, the, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, great guy to great teammate, great guy to play with. What, what did, what's the most important thing you learned from him, uh, you know, in your first couple of years with the Steelers and working with him and Claypool's answer. Mm-hmm. How to play Fortnite. Mar- marketing. marketing. Yep. Yeah. Marketing. Great. Yeah. Juju has become uh like a like a teen icon because of the Fortnite thing and his marketing thing and his I think he has a pretty big uh, presence in esports with the gaming and whatnot which is cool I mean that yeah. I, I give it to him that's freaking awesome really because yeah. that's got, getting a a group of kids who don't play sports to be interested in sports that's pretty cool yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. Um, we need that across the board in all different things. Yes, you know? we do. Getting we, kids we... who don't know about this to be involved in this, you know, that's kind of fun. Yeah, but, especially active type things, right? Right, you know, exactly. Sport, but sport. unfortunately, Juju uh, got injured last year. He was injured. And then uh, he's been a great receiver, though, with Ben at quarterback. He was good. Uh, yeah. That receiving core is going to be amazing with these three guys who I'm not going to spoil you yet. I know you're going to talk about these guys. Uh, and we have a lot to talk about talk about with this receiving core. But Juju, I thought, might be out of there, but I think they must have re-signed him last year or franchise tagged him this year. No, he's he's a free agent, just hasn't signed anywhere yet. So oh, we're I waiting see. to I see. see. Okay. Yeah, we're waiting to see on Juju. Uh, so he is a free agent. But Claypool, yeah, that was under a dumb contract until 2024, <laughs> $1.6 uh, Deontay Johnson. Uh, under contract till 2023, making $1 million per year. I mean, these, wow. they bargain, bargain on these two guys. And then uh, Pat Fryermuth, their tight end, under contract till 2025 at $1.5 million. So they have all of $4 million tied up between their three well, receivers. Well, Deontay's getting re-signed, that's for sure. This guy has been amazing. Um, now, most of that, of course, we know, and this goes across the board for everything we ever talk about, target share is the key okay Deontay Johnson's not the best receiver in the NFL but he probably leads the NFL in targets maybe probably up there probably up there so I would I would say you know Deontay has to learn to catch a ball better he's had some major drops in the last few weeks of the season he had some real case of the dropsies and uh Claypool though is an anomaly Claypool's big uh I, I think he can get open but I think that this year we're really going to see whether Claypool is Kelvin Benjamin or if Claypool is Larry Fitzgerald. This is what I, I so, think. So, so the beat writer I was listening to this morning said, here are the knocks on Claypool. Does not run good routes. Right. Right? We, yep. we you know that. We know that. Yep. Uh, the, he's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, right? Big guy. Should be winning 50-50 balls. He says, he says if you watch him carefully, uh, every ball he goes up on, he goes he, – he is falling backwards. Yep, that's true. Very true. And, and uh, you're not going to win 50-50 balls when you uh, fall backwards instead of jumping straight up and catching the ball you know, at the high point, right? So he's got to work on right? That's the same thing I could say about DK. Yeah. Same thing. Like, same size guy. DK's a little bigger upper yep. body. Yeah. But, but, yeah, that is a thing I keep seeing with DK. Instead of going straight up, like, these guys need to go to, like, rebounding camp. 
Yeah, you know, get together with Shaq and go to his camp or something. Well, they they need to go. go up. They, they need to hang out with Mike Williams because one thing one thing yes. that Mike Williams does, and he's same frame, same yep. big guy, right? Is he wins seventy five percent of the fifty fifty balls where Claypool and DK win twenty percent of the fifty fifty yeah. balls, and that's against five nine DBs. You should not. You no. should be not sitting. You should not be sitting at twenty percent. Sorry. Yeah, that's like you or you or me going up against our kids. Like yeah, you should just should be, be getting it. It should be me at recess <laughs> with the third graders, man. Yes. I, I, I dominate. I'm telling oh, you. star! I love that. <laughs> nice, nice. How'd you like that stiff arm, kid? Oh, got try to get bigger next week. Let's go. <laughs> no, I, I do think that is a big knock on Claypool, and it, it bums me out when I watch the Steelers and I would watch Ben in his, you know retiring arm uh throw the ball up and and claypool basically just go up weird and not ever get it It was like every time there was a deep ball thrown to claypool i just was like yep plays over over before even like if it's it's not going to be intercepted it's not going to be caught one of the yeah yeah exactly so i'd like to see that get fixed and i think that's a huge thing with this receiving core and that's not something juju is going to teach because juju gets open that was his thing he gets open Yep. And he's much like Devontae Adams, like, which is crazy, by the way. We'll get to that. But yeah. but there's nobody who gets open probably better than Devontae Adams. Yeah. And so it's, it's Cooper Cup, right? Route running. Yeah, yeah. It's route exactly. running and knowing how to beat the guy. The guys, in right. their case, they're always, they always have two and three guys covering them, and they still beat them, right? So exactly. That, that's just knowing, knowing how, to, how to get open and, and having, having a skill. You know, that is That's a serious un- unmatched by others. So they have uh, the Steelers have sixteen million eight hundred and fifty three thousand five hundred and eighty three dollars to spend under the cap. So they have some room. They already are addressing wow. the offensive line in free agency. They've signed a couple guys. Uh, they're also going to need to address the interior defensive line uh, because they got they got slashed by the run pretty good, much like yeah, the Chargers did. did. Right. So, uh, yeah, they're going to need to saying... address that. You're saying they have seven million dollars in skill players, right? Four for Najee, yeah. maybe yeah. five with with Snell and McFarland. Six. They're, let's just their sal their salary money's tied up on the defense. Clearly, yeah. I mean they have you know, ten million in offensive weapons now. Trubisky. Yeah. Uh, where's all this money? T.J. Watt yeah. did he rob the bank? Like he did, yeah. but you know, yeah. yeah. They have uh, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six picks. They have a first number twenty. They have uh, a second, a third, a fourth, and two sevenths. And I believe they just picked up that seven or that four yesterday. They the league handed out all the compensatory picks. Did you see the Chargers picked what up is four, that about? four more picks? What yesterday. is that for? Uh, for guys you lose to free agency in the previous year. Wow. And they rate those guys based on what they did for the team they went to. So one and, of those from Melbourne. And your compensatory pick, uh, the highest, the best compensatory pick that uh that a team got i believe might have been i don't know the 49ers they got 49ers got five of them but they got like a third rounder i think was the best compensatory like pick 95 or somewhere in there but um yeah so when when you lose these guys in free agency the following year in the draft you get compensated for it wild okay well The Chargers, yeah, four more stinking picks, man. It's gonna be great. Well, then, what would have what up. would happen? Let's say for uh, like Trubisky, right? Just yeah. went from wherever he was. Yeah. So knows, next year, so next the year, the Bills, the Bills will <laughs> oh, get Bills. a compensatory right. pick based on how what round well will Trubisky that be? Does. Oh, based on how well he does this year? 
Yeah, exactly. And oh they, my they, they actually wait and, and like I say, they just announced this yesterday oh what what the compensatory picks would be and where they would be and what teams got them. So So let's say the Falcons uh, lose Russell Gage and let's say this year he's a top ten receiver. What is that? A yep. second round pick? They might pick? get as First high they pick. could get as high as a second round. I don't think I don't think we've ever had and maybe third is the highest they maybe. can go. I don't know that we've ever <laughs> had a first or second round compensatory pick. Um, That'd be you know, so maybe up. maybe if uh, somebody left and became the MVP. Yeah, you know, maybe there you go. That right. would be interesting to see how that would work out. But uh, yeah, so right. for, so the needs for the Steelers offensive line, obviously, uh, they're going to draft a quarterback. I'm convinced yeah. uh, they need that interior defensive line. They could use a cornerback. They could they they're, they're losing some wide receivers, and especially if they lose Juju, they'll want to draft a wide receiver. And it's a, it lists line, linebacker and running back as needs as well. But you know, I guess. Well, let's think about this, and we need to really, really start focusing on this. If 2023's draft at QB is going to be so good, are we going to see teams this year just doing this, just getting a Trubisky just to milk it for a year, and then? Yeah. But, Next but year, the, but the Steelers on. aren't. But the Steelers aren't going to be a losing team, right? They never are. Well, no, they'll be five hundred so Tomlin. So they're, 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 and can you imagine? Imagine that conversation between oh, the Rooney's not going to happen, and, and, and Mike Tomlin about uh, the extra hundred thousand dollars we'll give you for losing a game. Can you imagine what? It won't happen. It won't happen. <laughs> and let me let me tell you this. Here's here's what's kind of crazy on on Madden. If you simulate a season, the last season on Madden, the Steelers are under 500, okay? And yeah. they fire Tomlin, okay? Wow. I've done this 10 times. They fire Tomlin 10 times in a row. Wow. Time after the last year, they fire Mike Tomlin. And I find that totally ridiculous, number one, because then I had to think. I was literally having this conversation with myself, like, what would Tomlin have to do to get fired? And by the way, after last season, wouldn't that be the time to fire him? Like, yeah, he didn't make just, moves to win, actually win, because Ben was not the best move, you know. Yeah. The offensive yeah. line is young. I get it. But are the Steelers just not in a franchise that a coach? They just want to see yeah. him play it out? They haven't fired many coaches. Right? No. They've had how many coaches in their history, right? Chuck Knoll right. and yeah. Mike, Mike Tomlin and, and uh, Bill Coward, Coward and Bill Coward, yeah. right? So, but how? But how long? Do you, how long of a leash do you get after a Super Bowl? I don't know, but he's uh, it's uh, getting longer. I will, I will argue with anybody that he's the best coach in the NFL. Yeah, um, I, I absolutely love Tomlin, but I do have to look at record and do look at personnel and look at some of the things and go, "Ooh, is it changing? Is the NFL changing yeah. a little bit? Look at all these new young coaches that were just, by the way, in the Super Bowl, okay, yeah. <laughs> and in the playoffs, uh, and say, yeah, Tomlin might have been." One of the older coaches besides Belichick in the playoffs, right? Yeah. I think the Patriots made playoffs, right? Yeah. And uh, right? They did. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, I gotta get out I'm... of here, man. I got a conference. Oh yeah. Okay. I got fine. a conference this morning. Right, I gotta meet go. with uh, with the family. Uh, well, right now, it. eight o'clock. So I gotta get this done. Okay. Uh, we'll, Wrap we'll, it up. We got one we got one more episode this week and then who knows when we're gonna get together again because you're gonna be you're gonna be Not hitting the road. the road. So uh, yeah, for the fantasy blink, everybody have a great hump day out there. I am the commission. He is Quintus Maximus. We are over and out. See ya.